0: Welcome to the privy. I am Courtney. So excited today with my guest, someone I've known for quite some time now, um, Mr. Justin Livingston. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. What's going on? How you just celebrated a birthday? I did. How was that? It was really good. It was very tequila heavy. So oh, I'm still oh. sort of recovering a few days later. But what was a lesson you learned over the past year of your life? From how old did you just turn?
1: 31.
0: Oh, Damn, the year by went, by, went by so fast. I, so I remember you did that article yeah. of the, the 30. 20,
1: 20 things I learned in my 20s. Uh-huh. I know. And people still will write me and be like, oh, my God, I just turned 21. I was like, oh, weird. Me too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so did I. Like, well, like I'm predicting
1: the things <laughs> that I will learn in my 20s. No, it was good. I what? mean, this year uh-huh. was like the last four or five since, you know, I've been doing social media stuff has been so transformative. And mm-hmm. It, it's. I feel like I'm constantly hacking away at like like blindly at something that I can't see, but it's always like really good stuff. It's like finding gold every day, but it's still a process. Well,
0: let's talk about that. How did you get into being an influencer or social media influencer? Is the right term
1: correct? Uh, um, you are a lot. Li- okay, so tell me. I don't like that. I mean, okay, okay. So that, tell that's, me. That's. I guess it's the appropriate word, but I don't. I didn't. <clears throat> when I started years ago. My purpose was not to influence people to do anything. I think that people's motives might be different now. They want fame or money or whatever it is or they Mm -hmm. want, like, you know, a following. And I think in that sense, they are hoping that they can influence people to follow them. Yeah. I always say, I mean, like, if people are inspired by what I do, awesome. That's what I'm there to do. Like, I don't really want to be hawking product and everything. It's, like, Mm -hmm. you know, brands that I work with are brands that I really, really love. Yeah. I hope that people find inspiration from that. And if they're influenced to buy something or to, you know, take up a new hobby or whatever it is, then awesome. But I don't want to intentionally go out there hoping to convince someone to do anything other than right. what they're already doing. So what do you call yourself? Uh, well, I mean, it's one of those weird, thing, like, limboy things where I'm like, I guess I'm a content creator. But mm. I also hate that. That sounds so, like, textbook, you know? yeah. I mean, uh, when that's I fine, s- though. Yeah, when I see that in people's bios, when they're like content creator, I'm like, Bish for who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Show me show me what other content you've been creating that's not just your Instagram. Because that was like the verse saying you're an Instagram model. I was like, Yeah, maybe for the penny saver.
0: Now, how long have you been doing this, Justin, so for people who don't know?
1: Well, I've had my A blog for 15 years. Okay. So like more than half Shut my life. Up. Yeah. I mean, I started on LiveJournal way back in the day and got pretty big there because I would write sort of early fan fiction that's so embarrassing but mm-hmm. i would do like fan fiction stuff and mm-hmm. um friend fan fiction mm-hmm. for like you know school and stuff and i guess people were reading it on there i got like quasi popular as popular as you, i guess you could get on live journal right. but um that was during the my, myspace days and then from there i sort of like let it fall to the wayside for a little bit started again when i moved to the city because my parents were like oh what are you doing like where do you go out or like do you, Go coffee shops. Like, what's cool in New York? Because no one I knew had ever been to New York. I'd only been once. Justin is
0: from Mississippi, yeah, originally, yes. So shout out to Mississippi. Yeah.
1: Well, no. Okay, never mind. Shout out to the South. Shout out to the
0: South. (laughs) Shout out to the South. (laughs) South. North Carolina is in the building. Mm
1: -hmm. There's a a lot of other fun places besides Mississippi (laughs) you can go visit. But um, I, you know, no one had I knew had really ever been to New York. So I was like paving the way for a lot of my friends. Like, ooh, I want to come visit. But a lot of them just wanted to know, like, you know where do you go? Like, what is it like? Is it really like on the, in the movies? And so I started trying to do like article, quote unquote articles being like, Oh, here's five coffee shops that I love in New York city, or here's um, a really great brunch spot. And I saved up and bought like a quasi nice DSLR. Mm -hmm. I would post pictures. And then I did that for probably like two years, just for fun. Like maybe like once a month, I would write something on there. It was just like a way for my friends and family to see something. And, uh, Probably maybe like six years ago, I started doing it more because work. I was working in e-commerce doing social media. I worked at Amazon, and it was just like – Oh, I forgot. I yeah. always forget
0: about that, Justin. I know. And it
1: was before like cool Amazon. It was like back when Amazon <laughs> kind of sucked. So it was very sterile, and I just like needed to release an outlet for my creativity. And right. I started back on my blog just because I already had it. You know, It was just like a place where there was already some groundwork laid, so I just kind of reworked on it and started doing the same sort of thing, doing articles about cool stuff in New York City. And at the time, I mean, I've always been into clothing, not necessarily fashion. I'm not a very fashionable person, but I think that I just – I like showing my personality through my clothing, and if that is considered stylish, then awesome. But I just – fashion has never been something that I've been really into. Yeah. um, I would take pictures here and there, like, just to have on my blog, like, oh, hey, look at me. Like, I'm, I'm out front of the Empire State Building whatever it is. Right. And people would message me, like, you know, friends or family or people on Facebook, be like, oh, hey, where'd you get that jacket? I'm like, oh, I don't know which jacket. They're like, the one you're wearing in your blog post. I'm right. like, oh. So I'd start tagging people. And this was... This was back s-
0: in the day, probably before tagging was even a yeah, thing, like, right? Yeah, like, there
1: were some female bloggers, but it, all, it was like so basic. Like Kiara that, and them. Yeah, yeah. like Kiara like the OG. On the song and yeah. like, um song. But back then, like, there were no guy blogs yeah. at all. Like, or yeah. at least guy fas- fashion blogs. Yeah. And so I it just snowballed from there. Like, within eight months, I was able to quit my job, and it was wild. Like, Now, I remember you told me about this
0: article that, was it the New York Times did on, like, three male bloggers? Was it New York Times? It was some publication.
1: Uh, well, yeah, like, around the same time as, like, New York Times, and then um, Time Out New York and then, uh, oh gosh, what else? Wall Street Journal did something like online. It was like all these things like were rounding up people, like the best bloggers to follow. And mm-hmm. then, you know, one publication would see that list and republish that list or mm-hmm. add their a, a new mm-hmm. one to that. So all of a sudden I was like on all these lists within like a couple of months and every brand was emailing me being like, hey, like we're new to the blogger thing. Like, you know, hey, we want to work with you. And I remember... I was at Amazon and um, David German a PR person from David German that I'd met once or twice reached out to me. They're like, Hey, we have this event coming up in December and it's sort of like an editors edit their, you know, winter collection. Mm-hmm. Like, Pick your favorites. And then, you know, we'll like put them out at the event and say like, these are selected by you. I was like, Oh wow, that's so cool. And she was like, yeah. And we we're going to um, pay you a hundred dollars to come to the event. I was like, you're going to pay me to come to an event that I would come to for free? I was like, what? And then she was like, yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, whoa. what?" I didn't even know, like, the idea of making money off of it was not even a thing. Mm. I never even considered that a possibility. I just thought it was fun. And I, like, and even though there had been other blogs out there, I didn't, I was so clueless. I didn't know they made money. Right. I thought, oh, maybe they get, like, free product here and there, you know, whatever. But. It's pretty wild. How has the, I mean, I
0: kind of know some of the ways, but how has the industry changed since you, like, started? And, Uh, I mean, I know it's a lot more people in the pool. Yeah, it's super Um,
1: saturated. And I think, you know, I always tell a story about how five or six years ago when I was, like, really diving into, like, really focusing in and honing in on it being more of a fashion and style blog. uh And I was posting pictures of myself a lot and Everyone would always say, oh, this is kind of weird. Or like I would hear through other people, through the Great grapevine, like, oh, so-and-so said that it was like really weird that you were doing that. And I'm like, oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. And then now these same exact people that <laughs> said those things are like trying to like start wow. blogs or whatever. And I'm like, you know, it's one of the things I think people are finding <clears> their footing and yeah, I'm happy I found it a long time, you know, six years ago. Mm-hmm. But I think it's nice because it's – been you know the few years of the creator like start something for yourself like whatever it is and mm-hmm. find a way to like really unleash your creativity and i think it's nice i mean a lot of people a lot of other i guess OGers out there you know get annoyed just because it's very oversaturated the competition is getting more fierce but mm-hmm. at the end of the day everyone just trying to make a coin and doing yeah, their thing and i think it's still fun, hey. right yes okay so yeah. now let's talk about some
0: one of the things i really love about you like we know I know, Tay, shout out to Tay. Um, hey, girl. <laughs> hey, Tay. Um, I know quite a bit, oh, quite a few influences. And one of the things I've always loved about you is your authenticity. Like, you don't even, like, if I'm out with you, you're not even, like, taking pictures of stuff or whatever. It's yeah, just, no. like, you're just so beyond that. Like, is that something mindful that you started doing it? Is it something that you adjusted over time? Or? Well,
1: um Yes and no. I think I saw other people getting lost in the, you know, world of digital media. Mm -hmm. And not to say that I'm not always on my phone or, you know, whatever, but I could see people getting obsessive about it and Mm -hmm. it was never, the goal was never, this has been such a happen chance, wonderful opportunity that like fell into my lap Mm -hmm. and I'm very lucky to have had all of this happen. But at the end of the day, this wasn't my goal, you know, I wasn't. I never had a goal for this. So I'm just kind of riding the wave. Yeah. And I think too, like for me, I always want to be seen as offline as the same person that I am online. I don't want anyone are. to ever yeah. come up to me and meet me in person here in the city or at, you know, at a restaurant or whatever it is and be like, Oh, that was weird. He was so different. Right. Because I've met other people that I've really liked online, and when I meet them in person, I'm like, "Whoa!" I know. So I mean, that's that's
0: one of the biggest things for me. I've met quite a few people that I follow, and I meet them in person. I'm like, and I talk to Tay about it too, because I'm like, "Girl, they are nothing like like what like I won't follow somebody so quickly because it's like this facade, this person, and then you meet them in person. They're like meek and like. Shy, and barely talks, and you're like, where is that glamazon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, where is that I person you see in your picture? It's so
1: weird, but, you know, it's like one of those things where, you know, like we were saying before. I mean, for me, authenticity is really important. Yeah. And, you know, I won't, when it comes to the the brand partners that I have, I would never, ever, ever work with somebody that I wouldn't – I don't already, you know, buy their products or would have bought their products had I found out about them before they emailed me. right. So it's like one of those things where I'm not going to, you know, I mean, and no Tino shade, but like I'm not going to put on, you know, one of those weird lighting teeth whiteners or I'm not going to like have Tide Pods in my, you know, I'm like, I don't do my laundry. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the people know that, you know, I'm like, I like put myself out there as real and as honest as I can because those same people that follow me will hold me accountable when I mess right, up. Right. And I've had, I've definitely had, you know, situations where it's like a learning curve, you know. Mm. I do something and then, you know, fans or followers <clears> are like, "Ooh, that was weird. I didn't like that." And I'm like, "You know, noted, got it. Won't ever happen you know. Right.
0: Now, do you, is there anything that you do not share on like personal life? Um
1: Um yeah, I mean, I don't like when I don't share my my Relationships or okay. my sexual life on, okay. you know, okay, it's just something that I'm, I'm like. That's I was raised a southern boy. That's not something. You oh, you anyway. Little southern male. Bay- exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So it's like, and I don't think that that's an appropriate. I think obviously, if you have, uh, you know, if that's your angle. If you're a sex advice or relationship advice, right. like amazing. Right. That's just not who I am. I'm the boy next door that you could have been friends with in high school, right. and. You know, if, I can have conversations one-on-one with followers, like, if right. they have questions or if they're, like – and I don't shy away. If someone asks me a question, I'll always answer it. Right. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, sorry. Yeah. But um, I don't do an umbrella yeah. release of the information of my personal life just because, you know, if someone asks, I'll answer. But if they don't ask, I'm not going to tell them.
0: So – but do your followers know that you're – Gay? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean – Yeah. High. I mean, clearly. <laughs> I mean, I knew you. would not it funny, though, if you would have came, boys. like, I would have, um, I would have asked you, like, I'm not gay. I would have been really Well, I hilarious. do this. I, I wish you would have did that. I used <laughs> to do
1: this joke because, like, around pride, you know, a lot of, and there's so few, um, I guess, out influencers, or, I mean, not really that much anymore, but back in the day. So, it's like, they always, it was the same rotation of us that would always do all the pride mm-hmm. activities and mm-hmm. engagements. And we would have this joke that, because a lot of times, because I don't talk about my personal life. Yeah. I am Southern, so I guess it can like toe the line between like yeah. is he, isn't he? I mean, most people. This is five <laughs> five seconds in, you're like, oh, he is. But, but I mean, that's
0: the thing I love about you because the within like the first five minutes, I don't think we like had a conversation, but you just like you just know not from knowing, yeah. but like I think something came up. We were, I'm yeah. sure we were drinking, like something came up about it, yeah. and I think that's like so cool that it's just it's not even like really even a thing.
1: Well, I think th- well, it's funny because because I, I think had that's how we should
0: that's what we Absolutely. should be moving towards but go ahead
1: sorry um i had a conversation with a friend a few days ago and i had a very easy experience like even though i'm from mississippi even though i mean i've literally been this exact same person my entire life mm-hmm. and what i lacked in confidence growing up i made up for in like an exuberant personality and mm-hmm. I wanted to be liked, but not in a self-conscious way, I guess. Right, right. It was always that, like, take me or leave me, like, I'm going to be this forever. Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation with a friend the other day about, you know, his experience growing up in Georgia. And his family was not supportive. And, you know, even even with high school, with family members, with my community, it was like, no, I never, no one batted an eye to it. Yeah. And I think it was because... It was just a part of who I was. I I think sometimes, and I don't mean this in a bad way at all, I just noticed that a lot of people, when I got to Ole Miss for that first year for school at mm-hmm. University of Mississippi, um, there were a few people that I met that were coming into their own and coming out in their own way. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people adopt a very um, polar personality where they feel like they have to be, in their minds, what... They, they perceive, yeah, gay, they, to yeah, they perceive gay to be. or they gay to be. yeah. So and I don't mean this in any bad way because you know it's like teachers on yeah, like exactly the spectrum grow. is so yeah. large. Fast. But I remember this one guy who he you know had been a football player in high school. He was a very like burly, very masculine guy, mm-hmm. and I remember you know as he was coming out like you know he would start wearing a lot of like rainbow tie-dye and like you know and i was always like uh and he cha- <gasps> he changed his voice yeah i'd known him for probably a few months prior to his actual coming out uh-huh. and over the time i was like what's happening like yeah. this isn't you like i, I didn't you know it's like it wasn't my place to define yeah. what his yeah. coming out story was but i was like just be you yeah like you don't have to be this other person right. like just because there's a the new personality, you shedding some skin right. that you were, you know. It's like you uh, open the curtains a little bit, but it doesn't mean that you can't still be like the same person.
0: Speaking of coming out, what was your coming out story like? Uh, well, I was born, and
1: then it happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, do you don't have to like tell your? you just, I mean, how old were you uh, like, when you knew you were a gay? Well, I got in trouble when I was in kindergarten for kissing a boy, well, forcing a boy to kiss me on the playground. Yes, fast, <laughs> on the playground. <laughs> my teacher, my kindergarten teacher was a, one of my mom's good friends. And and I also had really, uh, have really young parents. My uh-huh. parents had me at 19. Okay. So, and my my parents' parents were quite strict. So they were at the age in the 80s where they were like, oh, F the system, yeah. F the man. Yeah. Like, so they were so rebellious and... I think it was such a good thing because my parents are wonderful people, as yeah. is anyways, but I think having that resistance was yeah. so important for them to like open up and dive out into a world that they really had never known. I mean, some of my parents' best friends in the 80s were gay, lesbian, trans. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. My dad has had, he's since passed, but had a friend that, you know, even though I, I knew what I had in my head was different. I didn't really – my parents waited a little bit to have the conversation. But, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I grew up around people that were, you know, at a time when it wasn't very unacceptable, especially around Mississippi and Memphis, Tennessee, in the area where I grew up. That I was like, oh, wow. Like years later, my dad was like, oh, well, you know, know, Bruno ended up – you know, he was trans. I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. It was like we had a friend that was – Female to male uh-huh. and male to female as well. Wow! And I had no—I I didn't know that till later on. But I was like, people I grew up around that probably wow, un, unconsciously yes. shaped my own like experience. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever have to come out online? Like, did... no. Yeah. Like, it just—it just, like I said, it just <laughs> was like. Did... I, like I said, I mean, like I—I I will never deny if mm. someone asks. Sure, and it's not that i have not. I mean, <coughs> everyone, everybody knows. Yeah. But, um, I also am not going to be like, oh, I went on this date with this guy or did this yeah. or whatever because I'm yeah. like, oh, no, that's not yeah. – that's so uncouth. But. Yeah. Do you do you ever – have you ever gotten like terrible comments or people like no. play
0: bullying or anything?
1: Well, the, you know what's funny is the first time that I ever got called um, – I don't know if I can say – You can say faggot on okay, that. Okay, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I ever got – I mean at least to my face was the second day I lived in New York City and it was by a homeless woman on – the two train <laughs> and it was the first time I'd ever heard anyone say that yeah. out loud. like to me I I'm sure maybe people said it yeah. behind my back but I was like pretty you know I, I like I said I was very well liked growing up yeah. I, I love people I liked people I like making people feel like right. they're like in the conversation mm-hmm. and I think even like the bullies at my school never really like picked on me because right. like I didn't. I just didn't care yeah. that much. I wasn't right. like you can say whatever you want; it doesn't bother me. So right. I think when it doesn't bother you, the joy yeah. of bullying somebody it takes it, it, it's, it's taken, taken away. away. Yeah. But um, I remember hearing that for the first time, like actually hearing someone say it with like fervor. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, yeah. and it was shocking. Like yeah. even though this woman, like she's probably dead. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm like I don't know, but. Like, I don't give two craps. I couldn't even tell you what she looked like. But I remember that moment of being, like, kind of hurt. I was like, whoa, like, this is what it's like to, like, have someone, like, say it with hate. I had a very similar experience. I
0: didn't... Very similar upbringing, and a lot of people get because I'm from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. People assume that because you're from the South, you had this terrible. That you eat. were pinned to lockers and everything. Yeah. But I don't know if it was because I had older sisters too. My sister is about um, six years older than me, so a lot of people knew her, and like I was like very popular in high school, and like prom home, homecoming, like all of that yeah. stuff. I moved to LA, and I heard this guy rolled down the window and said, "You faggot ass bitch," and it was so aggressive. And you're like, oh my god. And I thought I was going to have to fight. I thought they were going to turn the block and I was going to have to, like, fight somebody. I was ready. And it got me so angry. And then it happened, again, very close in in relation to that that I found was just so... Crazy that, it's like, so weird, and even now, I have some old YouTube videos, and there's a reason I asked you about that. I will still get like trolls or comments, like, Oh, I hate it! I hate this queer one, it's yeah. like queers mess up everything, or I hate this guy's voice. And I'm like, Why are you on the You're page like, there? <laughs> <Yeah. me. laughs> I usually like thank you for supporting, I, I used to respond to that. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Getting what that you... comments yeah. number up. <laughs> um what do you think about the phenomenon these days of instagays and you know what um, like what is yeah. the term like does that define like the guy who's always shirtless in the
1: like i mean i think yeah
0: i mean there was a vice of the article on these type of guys yeah. um, i forget the name i mean of the people article. call him
1: like thoughts like <laughs> thoughts which i hate seeing, you know it's like That's such like a sexualized word, Mm -hmm. but... um, I think it's a big part of our culture. For sure. Um, Yeah. I think, like I was saying before, I think people are coming into their own on all aspects, whether you're queer or straight or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I think people are just coming into their own and finding... And We live in an age of constant or near constant need for approval. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's very much... You know, people who would not normally be seeking and fishing for that sort of thing right. have found an outlet they can sort of quietly fish for the compliments and for right. the validation. Right. I don't, you know, I will I will never shame anyone for, like yeah. I said before, you do you. Yeah. If this is what you want to do, I was like, awesome. That's just not my game. Right. And a lot of times he'll be like, post more shirtless photos or whatever. And I was like, that's not who I am. I'm yeah. like... I'm not trying to be that person. And you can see
0: when it's very inauthentic too For because sure. I've noticed other like social like influencers yeah. um, that have gotten to a place like gay men especially where they'll start taking like a lot of shirtless pictures and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm.
1: where is this from? Like, what are we doing? What are we selling? What products are we selling now? It's just because it's like it, the problem, not the problem, I think the beauty but also the curse of Instagram is that and basically everything I do in my life is that I've always said that the issue is that the things that I make money off of are hobbies for other people. Right. You know what I mean? So right. it's like my life is on Instagram is on social media. Everybody has social media. Yeah. So in their head, they're like, Oh wait, if he can make coin, I can make coin too. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's become a thing where everybody has Instagram and everybody knows, like I've friends that have, you know, the, you know, they work in finance or they work in creative or something They're you know, they're not, they're not promoting a product or an angle with their Instagram. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, they they were like, oh, wow, I'm almost at a thousand followers. And so it's this idea like they don't have any purpose for it. Right. But even for them, they're like, ooh, I, I almost got 300 likes today. You know, it's, <laughs> it's very much like the validation of it all. Like, oh, hey, I'm kind of becoming popular on social media. So, I, I don't know. I mean, do you it's think, such a strange world. Do and...
0: you think the system will, like, turn? Do you think it will, like, go in a new direction? Do you think it will take something to shy away from it? I think, for me, the the fearful part of this whole, like, phenomenal phenomenon is, like, young, oh, yeah. like, the youth who, like, seek to be that. I forgot the study. It was, like, years ago. But um, now more than ever, like kids want to be more famous rather than be like doctors and attorneys and things like that, which is so sad. Um, Do you think there'll be a shift in like culture where things will change? I'm seeing like a little bit of, even with this current political administration, um, I'm seeing a lot, a lot of people are kind of like rebellion and like going against Mm -hmm. the grain and being more opinionated, which I think is
1: great. But do you think? I will say, I actually had a conversation with a friend the other day who's pretty big YouTuber. And we Mm -hmm. were like talking about how, you know he's his following is quite young but like he was like <clears throat> the biggest blessing was that i was able to inform young people like with the current you know with the election everything i remember i my youngest sister is 16 mm-hmm. and you know she was fif- 15 at the time and she knew quite a bit about like the election about both candidates and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like at 15, I, I didn't know shit. No shit. <laughs> Probably yeah. to like just – Like last maybe year. Yeah. I was like, we were learning at the same maybe time. I was like, like no, show week. me that YouTube video again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that um, – I think there will be a shift. I think that parents are getting smarter. I mean, yeah. par- these are the same parents who are also on social media. They're like, oh, crap. Yeah. And I think especially with the, you know, landscape of cyberbullying. Yeah. Yeah that parents are becoming far more um, watchful and monitoring their children's social media use and realizing how destructive that can
0: be,
1: that social media can be to young minds. And, I mean, I do hope there's a shift. It's hard because my brain can't even comprehend what it would take to re-angle. I know, that's why, because everyone's so flooded with it. It's,
0: like, everywhere, and it's just, like... It's insane. It's... I think people predicted that it would be different by now, and it's only gotten like more, more intense and like it's, it's yeah, way crazy. more intense. Speaking of, I know earlier you were saying how you are very, um, very particular on who you pick to work with. Have mm-hmm. you ever had like a company or someone find out you were gay and did not want to work with you, or have you ever heard of companies not wanting to work with like um, gay influence, gay content creators? Excuse me, um,
1: for that for that reason, or is it a, is it a pretty accepting I, yeah industry. i would say it's pretty accepting or at least i haven't heard any crazy stories mm-hmm. but i think again people who are who are influential online right now uh-huh. are also you spend a you put a lot of yourself out there right so it would be i think it would be pretty hard i mean there are going to be very few cases that a brand or or follower follow somebody and they're like oh wow he's gay or you know she's gay you know whatever it is like it'd be hard because so much of your life is online That, um yeah i think it would be hard for a brand not to recognize that first especially because all these brands are doing like hefty research on numbers and data and you know you can kind of there's all this back-end data that all these social media apps will send that you can like pay for as a brand and get like really in-depth with um with follower data and stuff like that so you know
0: if you had a young um if the young justin asked you for advice today and asked should should i should i go into this world um even though it was not something that you planned yeah. um would you advise them to do it or mm-hmm. not yeah
1: yeah i mean this has been the most amazing experience yeah. the last especially the last four years uh-huh. i mean i I made a a bucket list. I I never really got to travel that much when I was younger, you know, or even into my early 20s. And Mm -hmm. I just never had the money for it. Like, I was always check to check. Like, there was, uh, you know, I was a hard worker, but I just felt like there was nothing I could do to, like, get more than what I was making. You know, it's like, it's like one of those, like, crazy, like, endless cycles of, like, ugh, like, it's either rent or, you know, go to Mexico, you know? So, it's always, like, I have to pay the rent. Yeah. And um, with my blog and my social media, I mean, I've been to, like, I had a list of probably 30 places that I made when I was, like, 15 or 16, and I've been to all of them. Oh, wow. And so it's, like, crazy. I mean, like, South Africa, India, Japan, Sweden, uh, Iceland, like, I've been everywhere I ever wanted to go, Mm -hmm. and it's been so weird because... I don't know. I would absolutely, to answer your question, I would absolutely tell my younger self to to pursue this. And yeah. I think I was more scared in the beginning because I no one else was doing it really. Yeah. And it's not that I was made fun of or, or poked fun at, but I think I was just scared because I was like, oh, what am I doing? Like, right. will this pay off? Yeah. And it did exponentially. Yeah. Right. And um, But I will say that I could have never predicted how intense how intensely social media would take over my whole life, you yeah. know. I mean, I will say, the like, one really bad thing, or not bad thing, I guess, you know, one of the things that kind of irks me is that, you know, I really, really, really love meeting people out. Like, it's one of those things, like, the greatest joys of what I do is, like, building a community of people, mm-hmm. of like-minded people. And so, like, you know, if I'm at the movies or I go out to a restaurant or whatever it is and, like, someone says something, I'm like, oh, hey, so nice to meet you. I follow you on Instagram or whatever it is. You know, that excites me, but also it makes me super self-conscious because, like, when I am at a bar with friends at 2 in the morning and, you know, it's like like anyone else, I get kind of messy or very messy, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> Maybe blackout. I don't know. <laughs> um, there have been multiple moments where, like, someone's come up and tried to take a picture with me and I'm, like, out of my mind drunk. I'm like, oh And so it's like that makes me not want to – like I said before, I will always be me. Yeah. But that's the one thing that really kind of, like – holds me back a little bit. Mm. And I have a few friends that are far more influential than I am, but like live their true lives completely. Like we'll get as crazy as possible. We'll see people be like, Hey, what's up? You know, while they're like yeah. fully wasted. Yeah. But, um, and I know it's just every, it, it, everyone is like that yeah it's just hard sometimes because i'm like oh like i want to put my best foot forward yeah yeah and i don't want to be like the sloppy drunk that they meet and then that's the one time they met me and they're like, <laughs> like oh yeah, whoa God, that's yeah just he was man, gross man. he threw up on my shoe you know i'm like
0: oh shit <laughs> what's next for you i i know personally i don't know if you want to share but like what is yeah. next for you what does justin um, want to do where does he see himself 10 years from now i'm gonna ask you the most cliche question
1: yeah um Hopefully, I'm still alive. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's hope so. Tequila has done some damage. <laughs> no, I um, I, I like, I love what I'm doing now, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I mean, this is not something that I ever planned to do. I went to school for product design. Mm-hmm. I um, focused on homewares and um, soft goods like pillows and throws mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And I and I still love that sort of stuff, but. Um, I sort of I've been saving a lot of money doing what I'm doing now, and my path is that either I will invest in myself and start my own, you know, homewares line and you know whatever that may be, or I will use this nest egg as you know a way for me to say like I don't I can go and work for somebody again. I can do sort of what I'm doing. Maybe it's for an advertising agency, you know, creating uh, content plans or. Uh, commercial plans like whatever it may be mm-hmm. and have this nest egg of money that I've saved up and say like, okay now I don't have to always be chasing my paycheck right. I felt like in all my other jobs I was always like oh crap okay what can I do who can I step on and throw under the bus so I can get a bigger, bigger paycheck or, or you know promotion whatever it is right. um, so I think that I'll be able to really enjoy my job and do it because I'm good at it and not because I'm like trying to find ways to like sneak through the system yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, thank you. We are out of yeah. time. Thank you for coming. Yeah, Tell everyone where they can find you on social media because I'm sure everyone already knows. Well, maybe
1: so. not. But if you want to find my blog, it's uh, Scout16. It's www.scout, www.scout16, all spelled out, S-I-X-T-E-N.com. And on Instagram and social media, it's just at Justin Live. Justin, L-I-V, as in Victor.
0: No question. What does is Scout16? Where did that come from?
1: <laughs> so uh, years and years ago. I thought you ago,
0: changed that. Even when you – when I emailed you, I was like, oh, I thought it was justinlivingston.com for mm. some
1: reason. Um, years ago when I – my dad was buying up URLs, like back <laughs> in the, like, dot-com craze. So he was like, I'm going to buy you guys, like, 10 URLs and, like, you know, make them good because you're going to make money off them one day. We're like, LOL, okay, what's a URL? know, I didn't even know. I was, like, asking – I was, like, com. what is a URL? And we bought it, and when I started my blog – when I moved to the city, I was like, oh, well, I already have this, like, URL. I might as well just use this. But Scout is my nickname. And 16 was how old it was the one time I had been to New York City for, like, one day. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a good story. But, well, you know what's funny, too? My dad will say now. Um, oh he's God. like He's like, remember, you know, pay it forward because I'm the one that got you that URL. <laughs> I'm like, okay. No, no. I was like, you ain't, you ain't getting no commission. Oh, my no God. What commission. a good story. I didn't, first of all, I did not know no. your nickname was Scout. Um. It's because in *To Kill a Mockingbird*, the you know, daughter scout is very rambunctious and crazy, and I was that kid, so it was mm-hmm. always like you know, you're being just like a little scout, and so it just stuck.
0: Oh wow! Yeah,
1: look well, at me learning something about Miss Jess over here. Ooh, ooh.
0: Ooh, ooh. well, guys, thank you for listening. Um, as you know, um, the website is actually live now so I'm super excited I've been telling y'all about that forever (laughs) Um, and the YouTube channel is live as well so make sure you go to that both of those are at the privypodcast.com or the YouTube is the privy podcast Um, and that's it it's always weird ending these episodes I have not like figured it out like just how to end it but you're like and cut (laughs) (laughs) and that is it we will talk to you next week um bye